Hey there, it's Patrick, host of the Self-Control Podcast. I just want to make a quick announcement before we get into this episode. Last week, I was a guest on another podcast called the 1% Man Podcast. It's a new up-and-coming podcast hosted by Luca Gray. You'll remember that Luca was actually a guest on this show, and then we flipped the script and had him interview me for about half an hour. So he runs a real tight interview, snappy, keeps it moving. So we talked about a lot of things. Uh, of course, quitting, quitting porn, quitting weed, uh, the importance of, of getting over your addictions and bad habits, uh, the importance of energy, intuition, and how I've developed a little bit of a business savvy. And, you know, if you want to hear a little bit about my life story and, and what I do for work outside of the podcast, uh, that's all there. But I do think also it's jam-packed with value, both from myself and Luca. And so if you're a fan of this show, I think you will enjoy getting to hear me speak a little bit more and a little bit differently than how I speak on this show. And of course, uh, Luca, Luca brings a lot as well. So if you're interested in that, I'll have the link in the show notes. It's on YouTube, the 1% Man Podcast. So please check it out. Throw down a like, throw down a comment. We'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get into this. Uh, this episode is just going to be basically about a 10-minute section uh, from an interview that I did with Mira Taylor. Mira is a practicing therapist, a spiritually integrated therapist. She works with businesses, couples, individuals to bring spiritual intellect back into their life. And the theme, I think, really of our discussion was the importance of language and the language that we use when we talk to ourselves. So in this clip, I talked to Mira about what holds us back from going after our goals. And she gives a great sort of breakdown of imposter syndrome and then the reasons as to why we don't go for it, the, the reasons we hold back. And a lot of what it has to do is, again, the way we talk to ourselves about what we want. So she's gonna give you some practical tips about how to look at your life, how to look at your, your hopes and dreams and your, your objectives and breaking them down and making them achievable, attainable, approachable. From there, we, we moved into talking about addiction. And I think she used the same sort of approach as like the language that we use around our addiction uh, can either help us uh, break that addiction, understand ourselves, or it can just make it this thing that is a, a foregone conclusion that I will continue to be addicted because of the way uh, I think about it and look at it. And again, Mira, with a lot of experience working directly with clients, working with herself, is able to give you some practical tips at how you can start to talk to yourself and think about yourself differently to get a handle on those bad habits. So I'm not gonna say too much more. I think it's a 10 minute clip jam-packed with practical advice as far as getting started on your goals and getting over bad habits and addiction. And keep in mind, the theme of this whole series of episodes with Mira is the language that we use to talk to ourselves. If this show can offer you anything, it is the empowering suggestion that, you know, there's a lot that goes on that's out of our control. Let's think about where we can take self-control in our lives, begin building a better life in the moment, and surely, surely one of them is how we think about ourselves and how we talk to ourselves. The language we use to talk to ourselves. So keep that in mind as you go forward, pursuing your goals, breaking your bad habits. And enjoy this conversation between me and Mira Taylor. If we, we see an objective or we see an example of something we could follow, we would like to have that outcome for ourselves, and then something a voice comes up and tells us that for whatever reason that's not for us or it's not meant for us is that fear is that because we don't have a clear path forward just yet to get started like what is it that holds us back in that moment we call it imposter syndrome right that's the other one but mm -hmm. yeah it's basically i think it's basically rooted in that all or nothing problem mm -hmm. because you think about where you want to get to and then all of a sudden it keeps building to the space of 
like you almost make it like intangible by making it something that's so big. Right. Right. Instead of just like, it's, it's basically a lot of people make it a, a bite that's too big to chew. Mm. And then the imposter syndrome sets in. Right. Cause now instead of like this slice of cake that you're eating to get the result, Oh, you have to eat the whole three tier cake. Right. Right. Unless you're that kid from Willy Wonka, that's not working out for you so well. <laughs> right. So, or, or, or a track star, right? I, I probably could have in high school and finished that. But to the average person, you know, they basically look at the big three-tier cake as the result they want and they go, oh, crap, that is way too rich for me. That's way too much. I'm just going to all or nothing and say nothing at all. Right. So it's important to say, okay, well, how can I look at the three-tier cake and make it like just a slice for now? Or how do I like compartmentalize and, and segment it out so it feels approachable mm -hmm. for me uh one of the one of the interesting questionnaires that i work with with people as far as belief systems and just to get to know yourself is uh and this is just a fun one for people is if you needed to drink a gallon of water every day mm. would it feel easier for you in a gallon jug mm. or in 16 cups <laughs> so for me and and this is always an interest this is a fun like party game for friends and family too because <laughs> for me it's the 16 cups sure the gallon seems overwhelming to me, hmm. but you say that to a friend and they might go, what are you talking about? 16 cups. Wow. That's so many cups. Why would I, why would I want to deal with that when I could deal with just one job? Hmm. Right. So it's important uh, to, for people to just kind of think about even weird little things like that hmm. uh, so that they can understand themselves and the way their minds work better. And so that, you know, maybe they are the person that sees the three tear cake and they're like, hell yeah, that's all for me. I'll, I'll go at it. A little bit at a time or maybe you're the person that says you know what i need that sliced up and i only i need to be able to see just one piece at a time otherwise it's overwhelming knowing yourself well enough for those is probably one of the biggest tricks or keys to sustainable success for people that you know oftentimes gets ignored basically very well said and this has got me thinking about uh, another thing i talk about on the show a lot is addiction i've dealt with a few addictions myself nothing too insane but a lot of people get hung up on this notion of, well, I need to quit this thing. I know it's bad for me. I need to quit, quit. I need to quit. I need to stop. What I've found for myself is that the path of beating addiction was first and foremost, a path to get to know myself well enough to see, well, why am I involving myself? Why am I engaging in this behavior? And then working on really just a deeper understanding because then the quitting, the quitting almost comes as a, as a result of getting to know myself. So could you say a few words on what you've been saying as applied to addiction and what you might say to people who maybe have a bad habit they're looking to quit, even though it's, it might be more than that. Don't, don't keep saying or like standing up and saying I'm an alcoholic when you don't want to be one. Not helpful. Right. Right. Uh, from the diet perspective, that person who sits there and as they're eating food, Oh, this is going to make me so fat. <laughs> You're, you know, kind of prospectively adding calories. I know it seems silly, but you know, there's a reason that that happens. And these are weird little like linguistic habits that are incredibly unbeneficial mm. to addictive behaviors, right? So it's not to say that you are shirking the understanding of addiction if you are someone who is behaving that way, but that addiction is a behavior, not a personality. Mm. Or it's not who you are, right? It's a behavior of who, uh, that you expect addiction. They get in this mindset of saying, I am this. And it becomes the totality of their ego, yes. uh, of their personality, hmm. right? They build their whole life around it. 
even when quitting, right? What's the whole focus of your life? The drug is, or, or the, the substance is still the whole focus of your life. Right. So it's better to try and like create a sense of awareness that builds a orientation away from the addiction mm -hmm. and the idea of addiction having that presence in your life as opposed to like making it such a hyper focus, mm. whether you are in that state of mind or whether you're like moving away from it. So this is all about also bypassing that scarcity mindset that when you say I'm taking this drug or this food away, it goes, no, don't take that from me. So instead of making the focus of what you're taking away saying, okay, how can I build a focus on things that are other than that, that are healthy for me? And then that's what I'll fill my day and my life with, right? right? So for the person who's on the diet, okay, I'm going to start my morning by looking at all of the healthy, like maybe a couple of photos of the healthy types of foods that I want from mm -hmm. the day. Oh, nice. Or, you know, you know, images of the, of the healthier things that I want for myself, maybe a workout, whatever, mm -hmm. to build that subconscious awareness into what you're hoping for from the day, as opposed to, oh, let me like walk through the grocery store aisle and only look at the things I'm not allowed to have anymore. Right. You know, the scarcity mindset for people with that, whether it's addiction to a substance or like uh, like a drug or food is really important to be able to act as a bypass to not having it be like the main focus of your mindset anymore. So it doesn't have control of your mind anymore. Right. And I would agree. I guess we should say like, well, what I've said in my show is like, if you're a hardcore alcoholic or you're on opiates, I don't know that. I can help you. But if we're talking about softer things like food or marijuana, you know, or, or coffee or, or sort of manageable addictions, what I would maybe even just call bad habits, things that are kind of out of control somewhat. It's very empowering to just take control and put a plan in place. Like I recently just started tracking my calorie intake and macronutrient intake and not in, a, in an obsessive way, but just to like to see what I'm going to eat today it made it very easy to just say, well, that's it. That's actually easier than one and then eating more than I needed to. Yeah, yes. So exactly that. Right. So same thing goes for drugs. Find, find a new focus point, hmm. right? Instead of making it about how you're taking something away, make it about how you're adding something in your life. And that that's a new focus point, whether it's food or drugs. Right. Uh, same thing with the coffee. Okay. Maybe now you're not having coffee anymore, but you're having like, a maca root uh, thing in the afternoon. Sure. Make it about how you're getting something instead of how you're taking something away. And that almost always makes it way more sustainable for people in any direction of that behavior. No, that's great. And that's, I mean, I troll around on a lot of Facebook groups and try to chip in with some advice or, or ways to meet people who might want to listen to this podcast. And a big one is like, how can I quit gambling? How can I quit weed? How can I quit, you know, you know, promiscuity or one night stands, but it's like, it's not so much about quitting that as it's about finding out what it is that that is fulfilling and then fulfilling that in some other way, or perhaps developing that spiritual intellect to, to find the things that are, are, you know, a better use of your time or a better, the next step for you. The addiction is like, you're down on st stage one, but there's a life beyond that where you don't need that necessarily. For most people with addictions, it's about freedom from something. So making the language, the language mm. that you approach it with, instead of saying, I don't want to be addicted anymore, saying it's easy for me to accept that I, I can have more freedom in my life by X, Y, Z mm. is the better place to start, even linguistically. Mm. Uh, the, again, the English language has a tendency to think more so from the, from that mindset of 
what's being taken as opposed to what's being given and be more mindful about the way you use that is incredibly helpful that to making that sustainable language in some ways can be a disservice to us well it's a tool right oh it's it's just like a knife in the kitchen right right Right. you can do i can choose to (laughs) make i could choose to cut up veggies and 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 food and make a beautiful meal or i could choose to like stab you with it it's not really the knife's fault but words are very much like that there's a reason Mm -hmm. That they talk about cutting the wind with our tongues, right? Because mm. they are kind of like, uh, you know, a, a blade mm-hmm. that we use to cut through time and space, through the air, mm-hmm. to speak our truths. You know, people forget even how long. It took billions of years for us to, be, to have a tongue and to be able to orient and speak words. So, mm. you know, those are simple truths that people can kind of bring themselves back to as a practice of gratitude and awareness for like, wow, I forgot that it took billions of years for me to even be able to have this conversation with you, let alone have it over a, a telephone, right? Or or, or or over the internet. So building in those mindsets are helpful because it builds in like active gratitude that lets you be more present. 